thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. Yo, yo, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Wake up. Wake, up. wake me up. With JB for breakfast. I just love the good energy that comes from my radio. I love it. Awesome to listen to. Hashtag, Hashtag JB929. Tamworth. Let's go. Go, go, go. And Mayor Cole Murray joins us for a bit of a chat, our very last one for 2019. Hey, Cole, how are you? Yeah, great, thanks, JB, and uh, busy time coming up to Christmas. Yeah, it certainly is, that's right. As soon as that Christmas tree gets lit up, it's game on into the festive season, that's for sure. Um, We have to have a quick chat about the, well, we'll try and make it as quick as we can, but it probably won't be, a bit of a water update to tie us over till uh, the new year. Uh, of course, the dam, uh, the river, I should say, is now being dammed off for the first time in the city's history. Yes, JB, uh, Chaffee Dam was um, built in around mid-1970s and yep. since that time the river has always run and the, and the city has always drawn its water from the river. But as of we speak right now, we're drawing the water from uh, a, a pump intake, a temporary pump intake at Dungown, yep. uh, the water New South Wales have provided us with and uh, that's that's been done in order to save those uh, huge losses, that uh, water losses that uh, happen in the river between Dungown and Tamworth. It's got to be interesting because this is kind of uh, getting us into sort of unknown territory somewhat because it's the first time it's been dammed off the river starting to drop a little bit in, in its levels over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, sure is, and that's already happening now. Yeah. The water's slowing right down, um, even in town. The unknown thing and the interesting thing, JB, is what happens with the groundwater. So, you know, for example, uh, all the irrigators that rely on those groundwater wells yeah. and bores, uh, we're not sure what'll happen there. We're not sure what'll happen with all the the green space watering that we use in town and that's watering for all the sporting fields if the um, if and or when the groundwater dries up there'll be no more watering of sports fields so uh, you know and that that'll cause us to think about what we do with the water that's supplied to sporting facilities like long yard yeah. golf course the hockey fields there'll be lots of uh, questions there to be answered over the next few weeks, is months. It, is it mainly water New South Wales that looks after those, the bore water supplies or is that council? No, it's water New South Wales. So yeah. New South Wales government, they are, they are responsible for all of that, for the operation of the river, for the uh, for the operation of the dams. Yeah. Um, with the exception of Dungan Dam, of yeah. course, which uh, council owns. But um, so... We're working very closely with Water New South Wales and they've had their hydrologists assisting us uh, with advice, et cetera, on how the river might work, how the bores might work, but uh, still unknown yeah. unknown territory and uh, be interesting to see how that all works. The dam will end up uh, opening again once the pipeline's connected up uh, in, what, late February, early March... Um, so what what happens there? Well, essentially then the city will draw all its water through the pipeline so yep. they won't need to release any water out of the dam for the pipeline. But um, I understand there will be a, a very modest environmental flow that uh, will be maintained to keep, um, you know, that essential ecolo- ecology working yep. uh, in the river. So 
that's a matter that um, Water New South Wales look after and, uh, again, we're working very closely with them on that. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to parking because there's a bit of a parking strategy at the moment that people can have their say in at the moment through till February about some new parking lots around the region. Yes, JB. Um, every 10 years we do what we call our parking strategy and, uh, of course, that gets adjusted over that period, but it's how we how we plan to provide parking into the future. And, um, you know, there's a lot of myths about parking and uh, there's actually quite a lot of underutilised parking around the city now. But um, in the country particularly, uh, we choose not to walk very far when we park our car. And uh, like places like the Gibbs Street car park has just been um, really um, seriously upgraded. Yeah. There's been a whole new lighting system there. There's uh, security cameras. It's It's been a problem in the past with uh, antisocial behaviour around that footbridge and, and the Gibbs Street car park. But uh, that's been cleaned up now. Um, there's, you know, there's good security lighting, good security cameras there. So um, that's an interesting thing to see how that works into the future because only a hop, step and a jump mm. right into the CBD from there, all day free parking. Um, and also in that parking strategy, at some time over the next 10 years, we, we're thinking that we'll probably need to consider a multi-storey car park, uh, just how or when. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, there's still quite a bit of underutilised uh, yeah. all-day free parking around the city. Yeah, I was even out on the weekend and, you know, the parks in Pill Street and City Plaza and the office works, car parks and all that were just chockers. There was no- nothing spare but you go over the bridge to where the plaster works yes, is, yeah. it was empty. There was like two cars there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, probably being abandoned from five days ago that was sitting <laughs> in there. And that was literally it. So, you know, and it took an extra two minutes of exercise to wander over into town so it wasn't that far at all. Yeah, so. it's pretty hard yeah. to change those uh, <laughs> those old car parking yeah. habits but yeah. um, you know, that's what the, the parking strategy will attempt to do and and um, as as the city grows and gets busier, and we certainly hope the parking mm. gets busier um, because that'll be in more commerce, et cetera, yep. for the city. But, um, yeah, it's, that uh, parking strategy is out on public discri- display now and uh, we're inviting people to um, give us their thoughts. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, of course, it's been a big 2019 for council. Anything on the horizon in 2020 that you're looking forward to? Look, we've we've got um, quite a lot of works to do in our industrial area, and we've been yep. very fortunate to uh, receive from the uh, Growing Local Economies Fund from the New South Wales government um, some pretty serious grant funding. That'll all be starting to happen. We'll see the intermodal, the railway line upgrade. Um, that'll all be happening next year. We'll see the finishing off of the stage two of the Sporting Centre of Excellence, uh, including the new hockey field and the uh, two new undercover arenas at ALEC, uh, which they're getting very close mm. to complete now. The roofs and everything are on and looking great. So, um, And then we'll see the construction of the new Manila water treatment plant yep. happening, um, uh, the astronomy centre happening. A lot of those projects are already funded, so uh, the hard work's really done. Yep. And it's always a difficult part to get the funding yes. it's not so hard to, to build them yeah so uh but it'll be business as usual and uh, lots to look forward to 
and hopefully we get rain. Fingers crossed. Oh, I know that's hope. entirely out of council's <laughs> control and government control, but hopefully, hopefully, because I think that's going to make everyone's lives a hell of a lot easier if we just get some rain. Yeah, finally. JB, it's been pretty much two years since yeah. we've seen any meaningful uh, inflows into Chaffee Dam, so yeah. uh, be happy days and and hopefully, you know, our, our best uh, best chance is always in the in the monsoon season over December, January, February. So hopefully that's when we'll see some change. Fingers crossed. Cole, thank you so much for coming in and having a chat with us throughout 2019 and looking forward to it in the new year. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners and um, thanks for putting up with me, JB. (laughs) Not a problem. And Merry Christmas to you and all the council staff too. 17 past eight here at 92.9. For Fly Corporate, now flying from Tower to Brisbane. Flycorporate.com.au to book. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. Sorry, how rude of me while I eat my cereal while I'm on air. I'm just... uh, munching away here. I think Santa we're going to have a look at Christmas music in just a moment because as we get closer to Christmas we start rolling out some Christmas classics here on 92.9 I think Santa should drop some new cutlery and stuff down our chimney because this morning I'm eating my balanced right from Farmdale very nice cereal by the way just to critique it um, with a teaspoon. You're lucky enough to fit about three oat flakes and one sultana on the end of the spoon. It's that damn small. But that's all we've got. That's all we have. We have literally like, it's the opposite of the Alanis Morissette song when she had 10,000 spoons and all she needed was a knife. We've got about eight knives, one fork and one teaspoon down there. No tablespoons or nothing like that. It's a very violent kitchen full of knives. I think for Secret Santa so uh, you know what, I'll just do it. My Secret Santa is buying the whole off off of some cutlery. There we go. We had an issue at another radio station I worked at years ago where someone kept nicking all the cutlery so our boss uh, decided to give everyone their own personalised labelled spoon, fork and knife. So for his Secret Santa present that year, he was very chuffed by this. We gave him his own engraved cutlery set, 24-piece set with all of them labelled with his name. He was very happy with that. Did you know that Brisbane had the busiest submarine port in the world during World War II? Head up there now and make it more busy. Look now at flycorporate.com.au. JV for breakfast on 92.9. I'm asking the question this morning as we get a little bit closer to Christmas and this week we will start rolling out some Christmas classics here on 92.9 so keep your ears peeled for that that one. But our, our elves in the music library, they need a bit of help as to what Christmas tracks we need to put together and we update this every year and uh, as we're adding through the songs uh, over the weekend to put together for it, I suggested Lover from Taylor Swift, which got a resounding from everyone here at the office. No, no, it's ridiculous. It's not a Christmas song, JB. Why is it a Christmas song? And I said, oh, it's a Christmas song due to the line at the very beginning of the lyrics, Exhibit A, if you will, my honour. We could leave the Christmas lights up till January. Uh, Apparently that still doesn't mean that it's a Christmas song. Now, my evidence to back this up is... Die Hard, everyone counts as a Christmas movie just because it's set at Christmas time. Apart from that, it really doesn't have a lot to do with Christmas apart from the fact that they're there at the towers with the terrorists on Christmas Eve and they get stuck there. That's it. It's just got the Christmas feel through it because it happens to be December 24. That's the end of it. That's the same with Taylor Swift's Lover. It's obviously December because she's talking about leaving the Christmas lights up till January. 
So it must be the same feeling. It must be the same time of the year. We're talking December here. Sometime in December. Unless she's very lazy and has left the Christmas lights up 12 months of the year and she's talking about May. I mean, that's the only, only preface there, but we can assume that that's not the case. All right? So I think, therefore, if you're counting Die Hard as a Christmas movie, I think Lover from Taylor Swift should definitely be counted as a Christmas song. I've asked a question on our Facebook page, and the results are Victoria, no. Christy, seriously. Majik, no. Mandy, hell no. And Rebecca, it doesn't even count as a song, period. Hey, that's a bit harsh. Not only was Brisbane the first place in the world for lemmingtons, it also has the world's first macadamia tree. Enjoy both of them right now by booking your flights with Fly Corporate. Flycorporate.com.au. JB for breakfast on 92.9. If you're lucky enough to have holidays right now or you're just about to, one part of holidays is obviously trying to sort out your sleep patterns, especially if you're up as early as me. I never know whenever I go away on holidays whether I should sleep in and then have to readjust my sleep patterns once I go back to work or just continue waking up at 3.30am even though I'm on holidays. And you know what option I take, don't you? I take the first one. Natural sleep practitioner and clinical nutritionist Paul Wenderley advises if you preserve and remain active while on holidays, consume a fairly low carbohydrate diet, and how about this, drink plenty of lemon water, then when it comes to bedtime, your sleep will be deep and satisfying. The biggest factors affecting sleep while on holidays are time zone abnormalities, a change in diet, differing sleep patterns, and ergonomics. A combination of excitement and possible elevated cortisol and adrenaline can contribute to restless sleep, but if those hormones remain low, then sleep can be deeper and more refreshing. He even suggests, how about this, going to the extent, this is extreme, of doing a bit of feng shui in your hotel room. Of course, if you do do a bit of feng shui in your hotel room, remember to put everything back again to, to how it was. Uh, He also advised... That's a bit extreme, along with the lemon water. A little bit extreme, mate. Uh, He also advises to keep uh, pasta, potato, rice, crackers, noodles, sweet food... All right, no, you've gone too far now. Hey, we're on holidays. What else are you meant to eat? That's the whole holiday menu right there. Pasta, potato, rice, crackers, noodles, processed foods... High sugar, jam, sweet sauces, fruit juice, soft drinks, alcohol. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, that's the end of that. You're going too fiery. Saying cut all of them out while you're on holidays. What's going on there? Brisbane City Hall is the largest city hall in Australia. Get your measuring tape out now and head to Brisbane to measure it up. Book now at flycorporate.com.au. JB for breakfast on 92.9. Is ready to play the stress test this morning. Mel, morning, how are you? Morning, good, how are you? Yeah, really well, really well. How's the smoke out there? Pretty bad? Oh, uh, pretty bad. Gee, is it going to get any worse? I hope not. No, it's meant to clear up this afternoon, apparently, if you can believe good, it. I need to do the washing. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's disgusting. I was going to hang out the washing yesterday too, but I didn't want it to smell like, I don't know, it's been in some smoke-infested bar or something all weekend, you know? 
Yeah, I think I think there's a bit of difference between cigarette smoke and bush fire smoke, though, yeah. but only just. Natural. It's natural smoke. It's not synthetic. Yeah. It's not... Man. Cigarettes mixed with alcohol, it's got a different smell. Yeah, 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 that's very true. And I, do, and I don't want to rewash it again, too, and waste more water, you know? No, that's right. So, hey, uh, ready to play the stress test this morning, Mel? I think so. Be gentle. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I was chatting earlier on in the show about breakfast cereals, which made me realise okay. I don't think in, like, the 18 months we've done the stress test, I don't think I've actually done that as a stress test category yet, Mel. So you're okay, ready to well, go? go. Tense. Well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident now. All right, Fanta. Well, I gave you about an extra 10 seconds thinking time just then. <laughs> so you're ready to go, Mel? Okay, let's go. All right, best of luck. Your time starts now. Okay, Cocoa Pops, Honey Smacks, Rice Bubbles, Corn Flakes, Wheat Bix. Well done. K's at there. Yeah, that's it. Yep, done. Fantastic. 20 bucks to spend at Celebrations on Gunning and Who Road. All yours, Mel. Well played. Thank you. What's your favourite breakfast cereal? Oh, Honey Smacks. But it was, they were a real treat when we were kids because the ants yeah. got to them as soon as you opened the box. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> that was back when we used to get rain all the time, so the ants were always out, you see, because they know it's going to rain. You yeah, see? Yeah, they say that, but they were all over my house on the weekend, but they, I don't think there's any rain predicted. I think they're coming out for something else. They're coming out for the smoke. Yep, that's maybe. What, that's what they're coming out for. You, you know it's going to rain when you see the ants wandering around the kitchen and they've got the little umbrellas out. That's when you know it's going to rain, you see, Mel. Well, they didn't have any umbrellas out, not the ones that we had. No, it's because they're out for the smoke, Mel. Yeah, that's right. And, oh, they all had gas masks on, so, yeah, they must be out for the smoke. <laughs> Very true. I used to have Frosties. That was the cereal I was allowed to have as a kid. Uh, as a, was that the tiger one? Yeah, the, the tiger. tiger. Yeah, to- Tommy the tiger? Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Yeah, it was Tony. Tony. The, yeah. They don't make all those ones anymore. Honey Smacks, I don't think they No, make. I don't. I think Frosties you can still get. I think Honey Smacks they got rid of, I think. Yeah, I, I think. think they were like 95% sugar. <laughs> yeah, that's it, exactly. But hey, it's natural sugar because it's honey. You see, uh, so you're allowed yeah, there. We, yeah, see? I don't know. That's, that was what they, yeah, that's probably what they touted. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Hang on there. I'll get all the details off you, okay? Okay, thanks. Thanks,